is your dream. Everybody's got a dream when they come to Hollywood. Shout out to all my incoming freshmen, homecoming queens, prom kings, and of course those class clowns. If you're hearing my voice for the first time, congratulations, level up. But understand this, this is the place where dreams come to die. Because everybody ain't gonna make it. But since when have you been everybody? When have they referred to you as everybody? This is the Hollywood University Stereo Podcast. I am the voice of the city. They call me Boogie. That's EWF in the background, Earth, Wind, and Fire. It's one of the many anthems of this city. How you feel about yourself? If you're on your way, come on. If you're here, welcome to the party. Family, what's good? So I'm over here scrolling, just flipping through Instagram. And I'm noticing like all these influencers, these these new celebrities, these these stars. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of these folks, you know. Everybody got a blue check mark by their name. As I'm looking at this, I'm like, wow. This person's got a hundred million people following, 10 million people, 15, 30 million. And I've never even heard of some of these people. And for a minute, I'm like sitting back like, damn, am I out of touch? Am I, am I getting old? Of course I'm getting old. We all getting old. You're going to be older a lot longer than you're going to be younger. But in my mind, I'm going, how do I not know any of these folks? How am I just becoming privy to somebody when they already 10, 15 million people in? What does it take to be famous now? A celebrity. What does that even mean? What is this, what is this word? I feel like these words have changed culture in a way that it's made people and given people too many props and too much power. We put people on a pedestal and when they say something or do something that makes them human, we freak out. Why are we freaking out? Why are we put them there to begin with? What have they done that was so significant that now we're crushed? When, when Kanye West says, oh my God, I can't believe he's lost us. Wait a minute. We like this man because he made music. He was a king of sampling some shit that somebody else did before him. That's dope. He's a production, a production genius. He made clothes. He put words together that rhyme. That's dope. But why we act like this ain't the same cat that jumped up on stage doing somebody else's acceptance speech? Like, and, and, and had to let us know how he felt about it. Who, the, who does that? I don't give a fuck how he felt about Taylor Swift winning an award. It ain't your moment. Here's what I'm talking about. If Beyonce was accepting an award, and Blake Shelton, Tim McGraw, Travis Tritt, you name any one of them, would have jumped up on stage like, hey, hey there, little lady, uh, we're going to let you finish, but we just want y'all to know that Taylor Swift is one of the best. Man, it'd have been a fight. We'd have hollered racism. We'd have made all kind of shit out of it. But when Kanye do it, we think that shit is funny. See, black folks, we want to be respected, even while we're being disrespectful. 
You bet not disrespect. I don't, I don't care what I'm doing. You bet not disrespect me. What? Now all of a sudden somebody's platform say gets too big. And they say something that makes them human. We crushed. Because we've made them a god. Not realizing that all these people that are influencers, celebrities, superstars, whatever you want to call them, they have all at some point died. They are not gods. They have died. This is why this is Hollywood University. This is why. Just like in any major university, even high school, whatever school, you go in there to eventually get a job. And the people that came before you in this school, the, the folks that really came through there and made their mark in that school, we put them in a showcase. There's a hall with the old faded pictures of them. 1960 national state champion relay team, the 85 swimming champions, state champions, whatever. They, we, I, we immortalized them in whatever school we went to. Just like Hollywood University. We immortalize the people that come here to essentially do the same thing, get a job. We immortalize them when they come through here and really show us they ass. Oh, we... We put them on the sidewalk forever. You're going to take a picture of you, put your hands in front of the grommets. Do all the, we, do, we, we strike out the bag. We do it all. But what are we doing it for? We're trying to get a job. This is the university. You come here, you might go to class, whether dance class, singing lessons. You might take acting class from one somebody that's charging you $15,000 a week. Whatever your, whatever your pleasure. You come in here, you might not take class. You might be raw talent, right? You might go out and party at night, drink a little, holler at some folks. During the day, you take the test. The test is the audition. Whatever the audition. Trying to audition for somebody tour. You're auditioning for a new agency. You're auditioning for a role. You're auditioning for a commercial. You're auditioning, whatever. Whatever you're doing, you're auditioning. Like taking a test at school. If you pass the test, now you might get a deal. You booked the commercial. You booked it. You got it. Now you have to continue to take these tests in order to be relevant. Now I said that to say this. These are regular people that are put in these uncomfortable positions based upon being exemplary at what they do. They're now forced to be role models because we like them. They're now forced to have people all in their face taking pictures and saying all kind of disrespectful shit to them in front of their family because we got to know. We need to know. They, they're not allowed to be regular people. No, no, no. This is what you're signed up for. Fuck does that even mean? You signed up to be dope at what you do. I don't care if that means you the shift manager. The coordinating shift manager, the general manager, I don't care what that means. You're supposed to be trying to do the best at anything you do. So if somebody is now in a place where they're known by millions of people around the world, props! But these is 
we give them too many props. But then we want to look down our nose at them when we find out something that honestly only makes them more human. We want to, oh, I, okay, see, I didn't know that. Like, I heard Beyonce's mom talk about how she had Beyonce and Solange in therapy for a while. Now, she got a sister that's five years younger than her. That guaranteed to be on her nerves. She regular people. Little sister all in her shit. Annoying. Right? That's Solange. She probably hated Beyonce. Get on my nerves. Everybody Beyonce, Beyonce. I mean, I hate it. Right? Now, I'm an only child. But I didn't see any siblings fight. I didn't see any siblings fight worse than... I saw two dudes, brothers come to school, scrapping. I, these two dudes was in the hallway fighting each other first period, before first period bell. I mean, that, this shit had been brewing since they left the crib. They came into school, yuck, 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 spitting on each other and all kind of shit. I had the luxury, the gift and the curse to be an only child. So, but I was in therapy. Oh, yeah, see, I was that, you know, before they had all the terms, you know, before it was ADHD. They called that shit bad. I was bad. I was him. I was, I was hyperactive, but that meant bad. Couldn't sit in the class for hours listening to somebody tell me uninteresting stories. We didn't have all the terms at the point. So somebody that was bipolar or suffered from maybe bipolar disorder. We just called that shit moody. Oh, she moody as fuck. Right? So now we get a chance because of where we are in society. We get a chance to learn everything about people. Even the shit they don't want us to know. We get a chance to know it. Because we like them. We're fans, we're fanatics. We, we want to know everything. Even the embarrassing shit so we can judge them. Jump on the lynch mob mentality in the comments. Come on, get them! Right? Sometimes I feel like people just so mean, they won't be happy until somebody just, we, we get worried that somebody just been killed themselves from it. Right? They signed up for this. To be tormented and disrespected. Now ain't nobody signed up for that. Everybody want to be dope at what they do. If you ain't trying to be dope at what you do, we ain't talking to you. We have to humanize these people. Beyonce is regular people. She needed to get into some therapy to make sure she didn't have issues as she got older. That's dope. That's dope. It ain't none of our business. See, we get so caught up in where we at, we forget that a lot of this shit ain't none of our business. If your next door neighbor knew something about you that you did not want them to know, you'd be thinking about ways to take them out. If people knew what was in your browser history, you'd be ready to jump off a building. Let alone Somebody having an opinion on somebody you kicked it with forever ago. That it just hit the news circuit now. So now somebody got an opinion on your baby mama. Somebody got somebody you don't, you don't even know these people. Knowing how we would feel. You know how your ass would feel. You know how you felt in school with three people knew a secret. You was ready to change schools. That word, that celebrity, that influencer, that superstar is, is corrupted us. It's 
that's a virus that everybody has. Everybody is on that. We got to know because we're able. We got to know information. It don't matter how it affect these people. That's what they signed up for. Kanye shouldn't. He the greatest of our time period of our generation. So what? He regular people. He says something crazy. He generally does. We laugh and we giggle and we click on and holler world star and all that shit. But we in a place right now where in this country, in this world, one of our favorite pastimes is to sit around, listen to people talk that shit. We love when people talk that shit. Talk about a great American pastime. Okay, let's rewind a little bit. How did Conor McGregor get a shot? How did he get a shot? How did he get a shot to fight Floyd Mayweather? He hadn't fought everybody he could have fought and should have fought in the UFC. Y'all know? All right. How did Donald Trump become president? Y'all know? Y'all don't see the correlation between these two things, do you? Well, let me break it down. The reason these two things were able to happen the reason Donald Trump was able to become president is the same reason Conor McGregor got an opportunity. And that's because we love to hear people talk that shit. We love to see somebody get up on their soapbox, on their pedestal, on their platform, whatever we call it, and talk that shit. We love it. We love it. The reason Conor McGregor was so entertaining is because everybody else that would sit on the panels at the weigh-ins and at the press, they was just stupid, sitting there, they ain't had nothing to say. This Irish cat came out there talking that shit. And we love it. Black folks, we know we love some shit. Listen, if the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor fight happened on the press tour, Conor whooped Floyd's ass. Because he talked that shit that whole press tour. Called him a slaphead and all kind of shit. Like what? Because we love to hear somebody talk that shit. Donald Trump came present. How? He was talking that shit. He figured out who to talk that shit to. Right? Now, understand, Donald was a popular guy before all this. Especially in the hip-hop community. He'd be at the parties. Everybody knew it. But understand what happened. What happened to Donald is the equivalent to somebody getting a record deal. And now the music that they put out is not indicative of the person you knew them to be. But they're hugely popular doing it. That's what happened to Donald Trump. He found a group of people that wanted to hear a certain style of shit talk. So he went and band together with them folks and started talking that shit. And they loved to hear him talk that shit. So much so that he became the president. Now understand, what no regular, could no regular dude just come up through governor ranks, congressman ranks, could no regular dude come out popping shit like that. These are different kind of dudes. They don't, they don't pop shit like that. But Donald understood the power of celebrity. See, that apprenticeship put him on. Now, I ain't watched the show religiously, but I understand what it was about. And what I do know is, it's one thing to get on TV. It's a whole nother thing to stay on TV. That apprenticeship 
was on for a long time. Seasons. That means celebrity is verified because you know how we feel about it in this country. It don't matter what you know for. You ain't got no political science degree. You ain't come up. It's like anytime a popular person say something cool, president, president. It's like chill. After we had succumbed to the virus of celebrity, influencer, superstar, Donald Trump got elected. I didn't understand all of a sudden all the marching. Where the marching come from? Because I didn't see nobody marching down my street, right? During the Republican National Convention. I ain't seen nobody gathering at no parks during the none of the debates that he was a part of. I ain't seen nothing. I ain't hear nobody say this can't happen while none of this shit was happening. You know why? Because we love to hear somebody talk that shit. All we needed to see what he was going to get on this debate this time is say. Oh, we couldn't believe that Saturday Night Live is parodying it. Hillary thought she won. Oh, they make it fun. Keep talking, Donald. Keep talking, not realizing we love to hear people talking that shit. That's one of our favorite pastimes in this country. And to think that it was only going to be briefly when we can hear this dude talk that shit all the time. You're crazy. Seasons. People knew what it was because we are infatuated with celebrity. That's what it is. Now, I get it. This industry... Is an amazing industry, and the titles and the labels that come onto it provide nourishment and, and, and product and all kind of things for families. And I get it; it's a way of it's a way of earning a living. But we give them too many props. If you are looking for information from somebody who provides you entertainment. In another way, then that's on you. If I like this dude's music, just because he started making clothes, that don't mean I have to be on the clothes. Like, the Yeezy shit was fly. All the stuff that he made that looked like came from the Hunger Games and the Fifth Element. I love all kind of post-apocalyptic and future. I love all kind of stuff like that. I ain't buy none of that other stuff. I fuck with the music. So when I see him say something on a TV show, and I see everybody just up in arms, and the internet is going crazy, and so what? He's a regular person. Case in point, you walked out your house, and some dude that was laying on the ground on the corner of your street, that looked like he hadn't bathed in a while, didn't have a fresh outfit on, didn't have a cool place to stay, place to stay at all. If he said something crazy, in passing, what did fuck up your day? Now ask yourself why not? Because he ain't got no album out. He, he ain't got nothing that you can, you can spit in the car on your way. He ain't got nothing like that, so he don't matter. We give him too many props. They're regular people. Like, I'm literally on Instagram, and I can't, I don't know who a lot of these check marks folks are. Now that's not taking no shine away from them. I know they worked hard to do whatever it is that they do. Now, that's another conversation I want to have. This conversation never comes from white people. Generally, it's people that don't live in LA. I do a lot of gaming. So people that be in the mic party, 
Texas cats, Florida cats, you know, all over. They always talking something. It always makes me just, I'm always kind of like, yo, what? I don't get this. This, this don't make sense to me. And it's always something that I never hear white people talking about. And that's the Illuminati. It's the Hollywood University Stereo Podcast. Now, here's what I don't understand about the Illuminati. When black folks be talking about it. It only pertains to music. And I think I know why. See, an athlete, you get a chance to see their progression. You get a chance to see them from high school, even peewee, pot water. You get a chance to see them through college to the league. Basketball, AAU to the league, college to the league. You get a chance to see Serena and her sister do their thing all the way up till, you know, they become who they are. But it seems like the only time that I hear this conversation erupt is when it's somebody that you can't see the progression. You, you like their music, they're popular now, but since you weren't able to see the progression, they must have sold their soul. And that's generally hip-hop or R&B art. But I never hear white folks talk about this. So what I don't understand about it is a couple things. So, one... If you're going to sell your soul to the devil, how much you selling it for? Because there ain't 15, 20, 30 black billionaires in the country. It's not. So if the devil is taking souls, what's the cap? A million dollars? A record deal? A couple million? Tens of millions? If there's not a bunch of black billionaires, who's selling this? Number two, I don't understand. People always say they don't want everybody. It's not for, I don't understand that. Because in any other religion, any other situation like that, they say, come on. They want you to join. Tell a friend, bring a friend. Come on. Come on over. But where's this? It's like a... They, they cap it. And it's always... Somebody that ain't popping no more talking about it. So they say. You know, what's his name was talking about? That's why he ain't still in the industry because, you know, he wasn't. What? Huh? Oh, you know, when Beyonce did her Super Bowl performance, you know, all those images. What? We can turn anything into anything because we give people too much props. But what we don't want to do when it comes to black folks. Is we don't want to give them the hard work prop. We don't want to give them that prop of they put they they time in to get to where they are. Even if that shit pop off overnight, we don't look at that person and go, they cracked the system. They figured it out. We don't want to give them them kind of props. They must have sold their soul in order to achieve this type of greatness. In order for them to have been exemplary at what they do, they must have sold their soul. Why? These are regular people. This is a job. When you good at your job, you don't never hear nobody on Wall Street talk about, you know, uh, I heard that Kellerman guy is uh, part of the Illuminati because he made like $100 million last month. I don't never hear no white folks saying that shit. I've been in Los Angeles, California, Hollywood. Since September 7th, 2001. I'd have been all kind of house parties. And this party and Max and this, this, that party and 
Playboy party, and just all of them. I've been to private parties, after parties. I've been to parties where people was grinding their teeth as the sun came up. Like y'all know, I don't, I don't do drugs. I don't partake. I ain't a drinker. I tell the jokes, and I've had an opportunity to meet some really cool people. Some on the come up, some that was careers was already flourishing. They out here working and doing. I've been in rooms where people were saying things that I'm sure they didn't want anybody to know. Saying things that I'm sure that when they thought about it the next day, if they remembered, they was probably like, oh, fuck. I told them niggas that. The type of shit that you hear, the only thing you can say is, oh, shit, for real? And now one time, since September 7, 2001, have I ever seen heard anybody has insinuated make me assume that this is what they were speaking never not one time has anybody ever said you know I fuck with the devil right I was but everybody that's not here that ain't putting that work in that's getting turned down that's getting their hopes up trying not to get their hopes up trying to hope this is the next situation that changes their tax bracket. Everybody that's really putting in that work that might really be at the studio, not just sitting at the couch, on the couch, saying that they're at the studio, but really at the studio for all them hours, working on their craft, writing with their friends, building, trying to build. When that shit finally pops off, the most disrespectful thing that you can say about that person is that they did not work for that shit. They sold their soul to somebody to get it. First of all, how did the subscription process even work? Because I'm in the, this is the entertainment capital of the world. And I ain't never not, I ain't came across nobody at Whole Foods or the Grove that was giving out pamphlets. I ain't never heard nobody talk about their membership was canceled. No. I didn't hear, I didn't see folks that, you know, they had that one song out forever ago and you know, you still see them out. I ain't never heard them bitter saying that. Never. We create this fantasy world as it pertains to people because we like them. They're a celebrity. They're an influencer. They're, they're, they're superstars. I'm a fanatic. That's cool to like somebody. Look, I follow people too. I ain't at a point where I got my push notifications turned on and no shit like that for nobody. But calm down. Relax. Somebody that you fuck with, you like them for this, says something that you don't fuck with. You got a choice to make. But to vilify them and make them like they're somebody other than human, why I do that? They're human beings. We all want to live long and prosper and leave our mark. If that's not where you at in your thought process, then like Frank Ocean's. Mom said in his one one of his albums, she said, I need you to recondition your mind. And I'm assuming that was his mom. Y'all know the song I'm talking about. She told him she ain't had no money. <laughs> I need y'all to recondition your mind. And recognize that even if I wanted to take it someplace else and say back in the day where you really had to be able to do, nope, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to compare and contrast now celebrity to then celebrity. What I will say is, you take it too far. We, we like to bully people. We're a country of bullies now. 
That's something that is taboo. We don't we don't talk about that when tragedies happen. We never speak on the culture of bullying. We don't think about somebody's situation at home may not provide them a fresh scent daily at school. Lack of money might not provide them. You got to remember these are kids that are being taken care of by adults. So when they go to school and certain things aren't taken care of, kids are cruel. And they're going to say some cruel shit to get other kids to laugh. Y'all know that awkward stage where we all awkward, face doing all kind of crazy shit. If you're a guy, your voice cracking. You don't know how you, you want to even walk. I might walk like I'm bow-legged. Or I, I'm a, you don't even know. You, you're trying to figure yourself out. People call the house, you answer the phone, you make your voice deeper. Hello, hello. You're trying to be, you don't even know who you are yet. Everybody goes through. Now imagine going into a situation, say five days a week, where you ain't the most popular person. So much so that they let you know that regularly. That culture has to change. We can talk about changing all kinds of things, but this whole sense of bullying and loving to hear people talk their shit and giving this person too many props and putting them on a pedestal too high. When you do that over here, somebody's going to lose on the other side. So while we're glorifying these individuals, we treat these other folks over here like shit. And it starts young in the school, around the lunch table, on the bus. In the locker room when you're changing to go to gym. In the locker room when you're changing back from gym. On the school bus going home from school. Five days a week for how many months out of the year. Now, I don't let you live around some people that resemble those remarks outside of school. Now, you can't even leave the crib. You don't have it. It's a culture that we have to change. We give celebrities too many props and we take the fact that they're human beings away from them. We'd like to stand around and listen to people talk that hot shit that puts them in places where they shouldn't be because we've glorified the shit that they was talking. So when somebody's speaking brashly, rudely, with no class about something, we like to kiki and elbow each other while we giggling. Then we want to march. Then we want to talk about how shit's fucked up. But we was giggling while it was happening. What did we do to stop it? Before it popped off like that. What did we do? We have to change the culture of how we view people. Human beings. From celebrity. Influencer. Superstar star. These classifications. These social classifications that we put people in. The unpopular. Put a check mark by this one so we know they real popular. Put the number of how many people are following this one so we know they way more popular. Just enough to make you feel like shit. Huh. But what you gonna do? This is what it is now, right? We can't do nothing until it's already done. Then we'll march around the block a couple times. Chant some shit a couple times. We'll gather all together 
and helicopters will fly over. They'll be on Fox News and CNN, and we'll clap and hug and cry on each other's shoulder. Then next week, it's a new season of this and a new season of that, and now we tweeting about that. We don't really give a fuck until some shit pop off, and then we only give a fuck for a minute. Even less than that, if it didn't happen to us directly, we might not even acknowledge it if we don't know somebody that looked like that. Celebrity, influencer, superstar. We got corrupted. We got infected. And they feeding off of us now. They feeding off of us. You ain't verified. Oh, you only got this many people following you? Oh, shit, I thought you would have had at least. It's all just pressure. Peer pressure. And more importantly, why do we keep falling for it? Treat everybody accordingly. Be cool. If you see somebody going through it, don't take your moment to pile on. Don't feel like you got to give your opinion and voice your opinion on everything. Stall people out. We do that and we own our way. It's the Hollywood University Stereo Podcast. I am the voice of the city. Remember, if nobody loves you, Boogie loves you. And as always, good, better, best. Never let it rest until your good gets better and your better gets best.